Hello, Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> This is Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, Dazed and Confused, another another throwback movie. I feel like we're we're going through all the classics lately. Uh, but first, Jane, do you want to talk about the last time I saw you in person? Yes. Oh, wait. We... The two last times I saw you in person. <laughs> okay, so the first thing we did was we went to an actual party for July 4th. And most notable is that we had pigs in a blanket together. So Issa yes. had her first pig in a blanket <laughs> and I got to watch. It was it was truly it was very unscripted. We walked in and Jane was like, Issa, <laughs> look what they have. And it, there were two different versions of pigs in a blanket that people had brought. And for our guests, I had never had pigs in a blanket. It was not a teen food, teen party food for me. So it was very exciting. I think they were good. I think one was better than the other, but I don't know who brought them. <laughs> And then yeah. we and then we hung out around New Jersey with Jane and did reminisce about your teen memories there, right? Yeah, there. we even potentially saw my high school boyfriend in Whole Foods, but oh, I yes. don't know for sure, and I'll and I'll never know. But <laughs> Jane I, like East runs was like, at me. <laughs> I was like, I I think we were in the yogurt aisle, and I was like, I think that was my high school boyfriend, and and you were like, okay, I'm gonna go look, and I was like, yeah. go look, and Nate Issa's husband was like. What, like why are you looking like and you don't know what he looks like he was like, would like no, you, I'm just gonna go look. he was like would you recognize him from pictures and i was like no i just want to watch him for a while <laughs> but we didn't confirm it also you didn't even want to stand outside the whole foods because you were so scared he would come out um yeah can't risk that but it was, it was fun it was a lot of like we i feel like we saw a lot of beautiful uh people from new york and new jersey that weekend and um a lot of a lot of people wearing like reformation and like urban outfitters and we actually did go into the urban outfitters in montclair so i felt very cool i felt like cool cool, i felt like a cool teen (laughs) speaking of beautiful people from the northeast ah do you want to introduce our guest (laughs) yes emma erdbrink is a podcast producer for shows like doughboys high and mighty and marketplace hi emma hi emma hi Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. This sounds like so much fun, this like party you had. <laughs> well, we was... I almost felt like well for okay, okay. Issa essentially crashed the party. And love I was we only, love crashing like, a, a very, party. <laughs> I was like very much a tangential friend. Luckily the host is like so gracious and so nice and she was like she hugged me and she was like, How are you? And I was like, I don't think you even knew I was coming, but you're so nice. She and was so very stunning. <laughs> and she, it was very much like a party where you go there and you feel hot by association because everyone just like looks like a model and you're like, Okay, if I'm yeah. invited, that means like if they let they us in. They must think like, I look like a model too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by association, I'm ten percent hotter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Emma, um, we always ask our guests, what type of teen were you? Oh man, I was a like theater nerd teen. Like that's pretty much all I did was theater and hang out with my theater friends. I had like four or five friends and like didn't really do much outside of them. We spent a lot of time in my parents' kitchen. Oh. Um, just like making food and yeah. eating and hanging out. And then I was a very I was a 
kind of a goody two shoes until I went to college. And then I was like, oh, wait, smoking weed's fun and alcohol <laughs> can be fun. I should have done this in high school, but I didn't. So I was a I was a very behaved <laughs> little teenager. That's really, that's really cute that you guys like spent a lot of time in the kitchen. I felt like my parents and my friend's parents didn't trust any of us around making food. <laughs> so they were like, no, get out of the kitchen. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if we were trusted. <laughs> we had a, we had a, my brother's special needs. So actually he's watching a movie right now. So if you hear him screaming in the background, he's singing along. Um, but I don't know if you can hear it, but he, uh, he had a nanny. We had like a nanny in the house for him. And she was uh, from Sicily. She was Italian. So she cooked a lot. And she used to cook a lot with us growing up. And then even after she was not my babysitter anymore, because I was old enough to not need a babysitter, she was still in the house and around because she was with my brother. And so she would still teach us things. Like she taught me how to make bread and oh she my makes God. these delicious cookies and meatballs and stuff. So like there we made a lot of food growing up. We were we cooked a lot. That rocks. <laughs> one awesome. time my um one of one of my friends in high school that we used to hang out at her house a lot, she was like, you know what? She was looking at a bag of Doritos and on the back of the bag of Doritos it says the only um ingredients are like vegetable oil and like corn which is a lie but she yeah, was no, like you know what right she was like i bet we could make them and so we tried to like oh. blend corn and make it into like <laughs> into chips like press Literally, it like a tortilla <laughs> one of the dumbest things we've ever and try to fry it and then like her mom got so she was just so disappointed she was like what is this disgusting shit you you're like i don't even get a good snack out of this my kitchen is just destroyed it's just like wet corn tortillas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we definitely had a few of those where you make it and you're like, all right, so anybody want to go to McDonald's instead? Yes. <laughs> That's like the perfect excuse. Yeah, it is. Like, you're like, look, McDonald's, I tried. You're like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We spent an entire day wasting time and material. I feel um, like that's what you do a lot, though, in high school. Like, you don't have much to do outside of school and you don't have a bunch of money. So you just like waste time doing whatever it is that you're doing that day yeah (laughs) very much very much in theme with this movie which emma chose emma did you um had did you choose this movie because you had seen it i so when you guys sent me a few options i think i was in florida with um staying with my boyfriend's family for a few months and we had just caught part of it on tv like it just happened to be on and it was the beginning part and i was joking last night when i was rewatching it that the first like 15 minutes of this movie i've seen so many times and then (laughs) the rest of it i either fall asleep or it's like we just caught it on tv so i watched for a few minutes and then i was like i'm gonna go do something else or whatever it is so I watched like the first 15, 20 minutes of it and then I left. And so and but then you emailed me this as an option. I was like, I mean, <laughs> it just popped up. It also came out in 1993, which is the year I was born. OK, so and I just felt right. I was like, you know what? Yeah. It's in the zeitgeist right now. I'm just going to go for it and run with it. <laughs> yeah, we definitely when we were sending you the email, I was like, I mean, I know she likes weed, but I don't want to like force her to do a weed <laughs> Like, Jane, I felt like I was getting stressed out being like, what if she's offended? (laughs) No, I mean, it's very, it's near, I tell you this to so many people all the time, but it is near impossible to offend me. I mean, say what you want and I'll probably just be like, whatever, teach their own. Um, But I do, I just like, I also like this movie because it's kind of a movie about nothing and I love movies like that where you're just kind of like hanging out with some people for a day and that's it. It's not, you know, this goal it's just like we're all gonna party and hang out and it's just following some people around and i love movies like that that you can just toss on and you can kind of come in and out of it however you want like if you fall asleep for 20 minutes and come back to it you're not lost you still kind of know what's going on and i appreciate that (laughs) jane had you seen this before 
I hadn't, and I didn't know anything about it. I had totally oh, wow. the wrong impression of what it what it okay, was. Okay. Um, what did you so think yeah. it was? Yeah, what was your impression? <laughs> I think I thought it was more of like a weed joke. Like it stereotype. does sound like it. Yeah, Dave's and it's confused. not. Yeah. It's really like maybe I was sort of conflating it with like Dude Where's My Car, which is mm-hmm. not a movie I've seen actually. So just this idea of like s- stupidity. Um, yeah, it's not. It's not really that stupid. There's some stupid people for sure. And there's like some classic stoner, there's stoner tropes. But I mean, I did make the joke last night before I watched this when I was smoking a blunt with my sister. I was like, I got to get dazed and confused before I watch dazed and confused. And she just like (laughs) rolled her eyes so hard they fell out of her head. But (laughs) yeah, I definitely thought it it was going to be like, it was going to be just, I I think because we think of it as like a weed movie like a lot of and it and it would like appear in weird listicles about that and it's not yeah. it's not like that it's not like pineapple they Express openly talk like, about weed and they're like not against people smoking yeah. weed and i think it's a common i don't think it's necessarily a stoner movie in that it's about smoking weed no. but it's a stoner movie in that you smoke weed to watch this yes movie. Yeah. and I, I do think there's a they, they they do take a stance on like drug testing which we can talk about yes. oh, yeah, yeah it was um you know 1993 I I was born in 1992 so like I also just like totally had not watched this and like like no people who have and like I think for me the main thing I knew going into the movie was that we were gonna see baby Ben Affleck baby Mm -hmm. Matt McConaughey yes um this movie's kind of like Myla? Myla? Yeah, it's kind of like a Freaks and Geeks type of movie where like you watch it and you're like, holy shit, they're in this? No way, they're in this too? And you're like, these people Mm -hmm. all turned out to be like huge stars, but this is their, they're still so young in this. It's so fun to rap. Anthony Yes, I totally didn't even know he was in it. Uh, I didn't either. I didn't put it together until literally last night I was looking at the character list. I was like, because he and I have, I noticed we have similar glasses, his character and I. And I was like, ooh, cool glasses. And I was like, that dude seems so familiar. And I looked it up. I was like, holy shit, that's Anthony Rapp. But I did not recognize him at the start. Like, I wasn't like, oh, obviously, it's Anthony Rapp right there. Well, he also has something else in common with you, which is long blonde hair. Yes. So that also threw threw you off the scent, probably. Yeah, no, if you look at him now, he's, like, so clean cut and, like, the beard and stuff. So, yeah, he looks a little... I mean, and he's so young. He has yeah. no beard. I don't even know if he could grow a beard at this point. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of the people are. So a lot of the people who play like upperclassmen are twenty, and then mm-hmm. all the like people who look like baby babies, like the the people who play the freshmen, are around sixteen, seventeen. And apparently, mm-hmm. I I just like went down a rabbit hole of like how they were casting people because I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. They, they tried to cast Claire Danes, but she was just so young. Like oh. she was in like the sixth grade, and she went in and read, and she was like one of the best auditions, but she was just way too young. Yeah, she would have looked like a baby. Yeah, and like I think at the time, like they thought it was gonna be a huge risk. I mean, it it probably was a risk to like cast all these like pretty young people. Um, well, yeah, I was they- thinking about that when I was watching. Like, if they made this movie today, those like freshmen would have been played by 23 year olds yeah. upperclassmen would have been played by like 30 year olds like we they don't this is like fair it's kind of realistically cast age-wise anyway mm-hmm. right yeah like they're I pretty think young it's cool yeah and then yeah. the i keep forgetting the actor's name but the the main um freshman who gets wailed on all the time mm-hmm. Sabrina. he was like he was like very much oh sorry no the guy the boy jane Oh, he like, okay, okay. He like was apparently one of their big finds who was just like, you know, not anyone famous. And they just like found him at the age of 15. And he was just like a kid that was like 
<laughs> smoking cigs yeah. and like just being really chill and they were like so and that Mitch, and they, the like yeah the Mitch, main Mitch. one yeah and yeah they, he's like, great yeah, I was he like was he was fantastic yeah oh I want to yeah. like hang out with him I was like yeah, you're yeah. a cutie let's like hang out if I was in high school I'd be like I, I'm in love with you <laughs> yeah it's so cute yeah I was like yes they they cast the perfect person that a sophomore girl would be like you know what he's actually so cute like yeah <laughs> But like not in the baby cute way. Like you're cute. Yeah, like like he you're great. cute. Yeah. Ooh, he didn't do it for cute. me, but I respect your um, choices. So they, I mean, he doesn't ask- do it for me now. But if I was 15, yes. I don't think I'm. I just long hair. Like I mm. do like a man bun. Never mind. Let's go on. <laughs> well, you know, uh, the long hair could be a man bun. You don't. Like, yeah, I would just be like, like long hair hanging, him, putting a ponytail <laughs> up. Okay, you're like, now oh, we can you're talk. You're so cute. Let me put your hair up. <laughs> um. Okay, and then also they they tried to like ask people um in the cast if they smoked, and Ben mm. Affleck said he had a bad experience with weed at 15, so he only smoked weed like if if he really like apparently in a lot of the scenes they were actually high like the football field scene in the football field scene they said most of them were high were like actually high that's That's kind of awesome ben affleck like (laughs) faked it but sometimes would smoke it if everyone else was smoking and then adam goldberg who plays um mike mike yeah his name he says, I got so high one time I didn't recognize myself in the mirror while Ooh. while like filming this movie. I was like, Jesus, that's they crazy. were just like <laughs> I mean I it kind of makes typical. sense. Yeah, I mean it kind of makes sense, especially like the football field scene the where they're all field, just like out there. Because yeah. they're just kind of goofing and like that fe- it, that scene feels organic when they're when you're watching it. So it makes sense that they're stone and like Matthew McConaughey's running away with the keys and like they're all goofing, but like I don't know how you get that stoned. I don't know how you do multiple takes. Is yes, like how, exactly, I can't remember exactly. why I walked into a room when I'm stoned. So how am I going to remember what I did 20 minutes ago when we take exactly, it again? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Apparently they like they did let people like they had a script, but they let people like improv some stuff too. He- so heavily I think that improv. Was part yeah. Of it. Mm. Yeah. They were like, yeah, you can like say stuff. And then the the other thing was that McConaughey, who improvs a lot of his lines. He was, like, not originally cast. Like, his role was originally pretty small. Hmm. But his story is that... And this is his breakout role. This is where, like, All Right, All Right, All Right comes from. Yeah. He apparently was a film student at UT in Austin and was out drinking with his girlfriend. And they saw the casting director at the bar. And the bartender was like, see that guy? Like, that's the guy who cast Fast Times. And Matt McConaughey was like, I'm going to go talk to him. And wow. that is how he made it. He like, that, like almost the movie. fake. It's like yes. too Hollywood of a story. <laughs> it's so wild. And he That's like, crazy. And he's just like so like he's my favorite in this. And we can talk. No, about he's that later. great. Yeah. And then so f- he like seems so fine with be like his character is like so fine with being the dude who graduated a few years yeah. ago who still hangs out with high school kids like I think about that I'm like I think about if I hung out with a high school kid yes. I'm like ooh yikes but he's just like yeah man let's pl- let's party yeah I think I saw some like line about him where the casting director was like the reason he liked him was like he played this guy who's kind of a loser but like McConaughey doesn't but like, so cool. judge that guy. Yeah, McConaughey's yeah. like, yeah, that guy would think he's awesome. Like, that's who I'm gonna play. And you can and actually... like you think he's awesome because he yeah, you're a so teen. strongly. Oh my gosh, yeah, because you're a teen. Yeah, when you're <laughs> when you're when you're a teen. <laughs> like, no, I mean, I feel like 
they they totally captured like someone who for the viewer you're like oh that guy like what's he doing but like all it's the questions are like so excited yes. especially when he's talking about like the high school girls oh, but, and the one dude's like you're gonna end up in jail and he does it's so funny when he says like the thing i love about high school girls is i uh, keep getting older but they stay the same age he like steps away from the wall and like stands yeah. in front of them a little bit and it's like he's performing <laughs> it's like he's he thought about this joke earlier and he's like oh now's my moment yes i can so say it good. now <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you're kind of like that's funny but also disgusting yeah that's gross <laughs> um are you are either of you like a like following ben affleck j-lo saga not so much but, but I've heard. Is there is there an update? <laughs> no, I think um I think mainly people just take pictures of them and like the paparazzi are like Ben Affleck looking smug, and I'm like, yeah, let him live. <laughs> like I, I like Ben Affleck. How do we? Feel I like about him ben too. Affleck? I don't Emma, feel do strongly feel? <laughs> either way. I think he's. I don't have any. Like I'm not like oh my god Ben Affleck. I love him, but I'm not like oh fuck Ben Affleck. Like I just kind of. He's Ben Affleck. I don't know. He's just I always like been his, around. Um, he always will be around. When yeah. his face pops up in a movie, I'm like, oh, cool. Ben Ben Affleck's in this. Great. I really like his like Boston energy, like the meme photos of him. Like, you know that he's sort of doing it for the paparazzi too, where he's just like yeah. holding a giant donkeys or whatever. But I do like right. it. And I, <laughs> but also like I that like- meme where he's standing on the sidewalk smoking the cigarette, <laughs> yeah. like looking so dejected. And it's like, I feel that is i feel that like i look at that image and i'm like yeah that's me it on truly, a tuesday morning like i get it <laughs> it <laughs> he's truly also makes talented, me like him. which is so yeah, weird he's so good yeah i know like, it's so he, weird for someone in hollywood to be so talented i know like he like writes <laughs> stuff and he acts i'm like why do you get to oh, be ben affleck and talented that's the other right. thing I was it gonna feels say. like they should be two separate identities they yeah. um they almost cast someone else for him in this movie. They almost cast Vince Vaughn, which is kind of interesting. Mm. Ooh, I could see that. Yeah, but I think well, Ben Affleck works because he Vince Ben Affleck has like there's like a softness to him where you like wait for waiting for him to just turn around and be like, look, I'm having a bad day, and you're just yeah. gonna be like, come here, Ben, it's okay, I got you. <laughs> yeah, they said they cast Ben over Vince Vaughn eventually because he was just like very likable, and it's like kind of interesting to have the villain also be someone that you're like you kind of like it like, right well know, it's like, like clear fun. ben affleck's character is so so badly wants to beat the shit out of some freshmen in this oh movie but like he like t- he's like almost too into it like the yes. other people around him are like oh cool a freshman mm-hmm. and they're all part of it but like ben affleck's character <laughs> is like holy shit if i don't whop some freshman ass right now i'm gonna <laughs> explode like he's so mad when he doesn't get them it's like he takes it just like the Oh, too far and you're like something what's going on buddy why, yeah. why are you so mad he's broken inside yeah I yeah think he's, ben affleck is 21 in this should we should we jump right in yeah sure okay. uh it's 1976 and the last day of high school as part of town tradition the incoming seniors haze incoming freshmen mitch whose older sister jody had asked the guys to go easy on him gets targeted targeted by super senior fred he momentarily escapes when his friend Carl's mom pulls out a rifle. The senior girls, led by Darla, <laughs> cover the freshman girls with food, make them practice air raids, and generally degrade them. Darla forces freshman Sabrina to propose to intellectual Tony, who thinks hazing and the town's acceptance of it is stupid. And there's a spark. Meanwhile, star football player pink is warned by his coach to stop hanging out with losers when the athletes are told to sign a form promising not to do drugs he crumples his up classic (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know if my I'm, I was I should have asked my sister this because she was like the manager of the football team in high school. But I like don't yeah. know if they if my high school made them sign like that no drugs contract. I think they yeah, technically were, but I, I knew that. so many of them that like drank and stuff. So if they signed it, they didn't follow it. Yeah. I don't think, um, yeah, I feel like they maybe like say, I think, I think they maybe sort of verbally tell them not to do it, but then like as long as you're showing up to practice and like getting it done, they're not going to do anything. Right. That's always which been I, my thing. I'm like, if I'm showing up and my work's getting done, what do you care what I'm doing when I'm at home? Yeah, which <laughs> is like how I how I think it should be. Have any of you ever had to get drug tested or sign any sort of drug pledge? Mm. Jane? <laughs> Jane? <laughs> well, I, when I got in trouble with alcohol at college, I had to go do- um, Like a course I had to thing. like be on probation. Yeah, something. like I had to meet with a probation officer. Like and- for school or like the law? Like the law, okay. Well, because you know, it's like some colleges do the same thing, yeah. but it's like you just have yeah. to go meet with like the resident director, and it's not that do, legit. <laughs> I had to do like both of those things. Um, and she like clearly didn't care about us and had other <laughs> issues going on, and she was just like, "Don't like you can get drug tested." And then I was like, I think I asked her. I was like, "Are you gonna drug test?" And she was like, "Yeah, we could." Like, do you do drugs? And I was like, "No, no." Um. <laughs> But then, She's like, like okay, the other, no more tests. The other girl that was with me definitely smoked weed the whole time, um, but I didn't because I was terrified, and we never got drug tested. Damn, so you could have been smoking weed the whole time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've um, never been drug tested or signed anything. I think I kind of just like adopted early on. I was like, considering what I do for a living and how this all works, if you want to drug test me, I'm not, this isn't the job for me. I just, yeah, yeah. me smoking weed at night when I'm done with my work is a problem for you. This is not, we're not going to work well together. I don't. <laughs> yeah. So I just never, I mean, I've just never, I've also never encountered a job where they require it or ask for it. So I've been lucky in that way, but no. And if a job asks, do you smoke weed? I'm going to be like, yep. Yep, I do. All the time. Every <laughs> yes, day. In fact, I do. <laughs> you said, have um, you been drug tested? I can't remember why, but at some point, so I went to Catholic school in the Philippines, Emma, until 10th grade. And I can't Got remember it. why, but at some point in like, I would say like my early to mid-teens, we had to take a drug test and like all pee in a cup. And I like cannot remember why. It's not like they made us did it. it. It's not like they made us do it again. I wonder I wonder if like something happened and they kind of like didn't tell us the full story and that's right. But mm-hmm. um yeah, but I what I do remember is just like how like I had never been in a situation where you couldn't they didn't let you fully close the the cubic what about like the door? The like, door yeah. to the like cubicle. Like they have to watch you pee in it. Yeah. The stall, well, yeah. They they would like look to the side so they weren't like actively watching you, but I was but like, they didn't want you to like go in there and pull out a bag yeah, of yeah. someone else's pee and dump it in the cup. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean there's a scene in Euphoria now where like Zendaya mm-hmm. basically like puts a little like tube of pee like on yeah. a garter, like high on her thigh. And I was like, damn, she she like really knew what to do. I'm like, does um, that work? I have no idea. Yeah, I guess I would no make idea. it warm enough because like yeah, I remember it's supposed to be warm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember but I don't it was a someone I knew and either a friend of my sister's or someone was like needed to take a drug test but like was scared their weed was gonna show up and so like they're like you can just be gonna tape it to your thigh otherwise it's not warm enough and like blah 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 <laughs> and they're like or there's like the cranberry cleanses that people do yeah, yeah, and like yeah. they take the cranberry pills and like they claim that works and I've never had to do it so I have no idea but I had to even- um 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jane. I was going to say, even in that context, the idea of Zendaya wearing a garter is like titillating. <laughs> I'm like, wow, yeah. she would look so yeah, good. And so there's good. a part of me that's like, I want to try that just because I want to wear a garter because yeah, I think I it would just... make me feel really great. I want to just like know if I can do it, like not even because like it's just cool to have. My luck is I would like be in the bathroom stall trying to get the tube out of the garter and I would like break it and it would spill pee all over me and mm. I'd be like well yeah, no, yeah, I'm covered yeah, yeah. in pee so <laughs> I do think <laughs> and I'm positive on this drug test <laughs> yes yeah I do think that the the movie the movie starts with these like really fun like shots of like this girl with like really glossy lips and like manicured nails like rolling and licking the joint I was like my parents are so lucky I didn't watch this movie because I would be a pothead like I, it yeah they so make cool. it they actually do make it so glamorous like and it's funny because yeah. I was like watching I was thinking last night while I was watching that like I was like first of all that girl's got weed all over her yeah yeah it's all not, over her no one would waste their weed like that and second of all like the way they roll joints in movies they make them look like these just like haphazard like clunky pieces yeah, of paper yeah, that yeah. are just wrapped around some weed and like everyone I know who smokes is like you gotta just cool you gotta caress it and yeah, roll yeah. it and pinch it and then like don't lick it too much or it won't burn right and like <laughs> they're just like Got it. <laughs> I guess this was the funny. 70s, so I wonder if it was trying to just, like, have this, like, carefree attitude as well. Yeah, to, like, totally. Because I was like, why did they sprinkle the weed all over her lap? Like, what is happening? Yeah, I was like, what? Wait, what a waste. First of all, what a waste of weed. When yes. I was in, like, high school, college, if and I didn't, like I said, I didn't really smoke in, or drink in high school, so I never really had weed in high school. Just the summer before I went to college was when I started smoking and stuff, so, but, like, when you're that age and you have weed, it is a prized oh, yeah. possession. Like it's mm-hmm. not, there's not a lot of it to go around. It's not like oh, you got yeah. cash to go get more. It's like, do not drop the weed. Yeah, so the yeah, fact yeah. it was all over her lap, I was like, no, you're, you, there's like a whole joint in your skirt. <laughs> um, should we talk about people's like hair and clothes, Jane? Loved it. Oh, I love, so I love the aesthetic. Also, it, I mean, a lot of it's, you know, coming back. Yeah, the high waisted yeah. pants. I, I love it. I was thinking about that. I was like, these girls just look like people I see on Instagram who live in LA. <laughs> like, right. <they're- laughs> it's like Everyone, I'm just walking I, down Melrose. <laughs> I yeah. loved it. Okay, I will say that I struggled with this movie a little because there are so many characters and I yes. truly didn't know any of their names. Yes. And I like, and they all are white, except I think there's like one not white character and they all look the same and i just yes. i'm so this is why i this is basically why i couldn't watch game of thrones because i just can't <laughs> if there's too many characters it's a lot. i just can't do it um and so i also had trouble writing this plot because i was like wait but you see this person twice but i guess i'll name them it's funny i was going through this plot earlier like t- kind of taking some notes while and like writing down quotes i liked and stuff while i was watching it earlier and like i was like at the end of the movie like what is that person's name yeah. and i had to like go look up the character list and i was like oh right cynthia and i'm like i can't i was like i'm gonna look like an idiot i can't remember anyone's name so no honestly, i really glad that. you said that <laughs> i was like really impressed jane that you were able to like write a summary because i was like i don't know anyone's name it, it was actually probably like more enjoyable once i just like gave up <laughs> Yeah, you don't. That's the thing. You don't really, unless you're trying to talk about it after the fact. You don't really get to know their names. Like it doesn't matter. You follow the characters fine. You know what they like. Kind of like you. Kind of they show up and you're like, oh, that's the freshman girl. 
oh, okay, that's the one of the senior girls. And she, that's the one whose little brother is like the freshman and she cares about the little kids or whatever. And it's like you kind of pick out their traits, but like couldn't tell you their names. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wondered if hazing was part of your high school experience. It was not. Um, mm. I don't know if that's was a common thing still in the n- early 90s. I don't know. I Maybe like it's just the high town I went hazing- to. Yeah, high school hazing, I feel right. like, was maybe a little before our time. There was a College bit... hazing, for sure. Yeah, I, I don't think, like, well, it was almost also, like, one, once I got to high school, I feel like we didn't interact with the other classes. But maybe when I was, like, in grade school, I heard about hazing in high school. We, yeah. we had, we had an um, ROTC chapter at our school, too, and I heard that because of that um, sort of structure where there's, like, you know, junior juniors and seniors, like, there was sort of hazing related to that where like senior girls would like make freshman girls like get their lunch and stuff like that. Right. But not not like hitting each other, just like doing And not errands. dumping a bunch of food condiments on them while they're that laying was in my parking wild. lot. Like yeah, I was Speaking watching this and I was wasting like, stuff. Yeah. All I was ketchup. For and what how bad that would smell later. <laughs> I was just like like when they're going through the car wash, I'm like, they're probably appreciative to get that shit off. <laughs> like it probably yeah. feels yeah. kind of nice. That's like, how much ketchup I eat with like one meal. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jane? Have you do you have any experiences oh, with hazing? Mm, no. Um, I guess a story that came to mind actually occurred in middle school and it wasn't really <gasps> hazing, but it was just this uh guy who I'll say his name because his name was Lord Griffin, I think. He went wow. by the name Lord Griffin or Lord, Lord Griffin. Lord? Yes, Lord. Like oh. that was his uh given identity. name. Um, and I remember him like stomping through the hallways, like yelling about, uh, the sixth graders, I guess. I don't know. I, 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 this is just a blurry memory, but what's really funny is like now he's super Christian. (laughs) 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 It's always funny to see the people in high school that were like, yeah, I'm going to do all this. And then they're like, no, I got married young and I'm super religious and I live in the woods now. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Good for you. Emma, um, was the was the college hazing that you were talking about related to Greek life or like was it just like Yeah, kind of I mean, hazing? I didn't get hazed. I didn't participate in Greek life. I've never fully understood Greek life. Not my style, not my <laughs> thing. Feels a little culty to me personally, not yes, like whatever yes. to each their own, but like it's not my thing. But I knew other people at and my school, I went to Emerson College and their Greek life, they didn't have like houses and stuff. Like mm, there was like no Greek houses. row or whatever. Yeah. So and their hazing was not they would have to do like pledges had to do like weird tasks and little things, yes. but it wasn't like brutal or mean or like abusive in any way. But I did know people at other schools and stuff that went through to get into Greek life, like some weird hazing stuff, just like yes. Yeah, like staying up all night, like your pledge week, they were like in the basement and like they had to live in a basement with all the other pledges for four days or some like mm-hmm. weird shit. And I'm like, I don't, other than the fact that the people making you do it are on a power trip, I don't get the point. Yeah. Issa and I, I think- are both in relationships with former <laughs> frat bros. So. Oh, nice. Who got yeah. hazed. I think Walt, I think Walt, Jane, I think Walt has had a little more like non-alcohol related, just like sort of fear related <laughs> things. Yeah. To like Nate, it was mainly like drink, drink a lot, drink a lot. Yeah, that's and, the one I don't like. I feel like, and maybe it's because by the time I was in school, like so many places had taken it too far, and there yes. were rules in place that were like you can't make them drink 
you know, six handles of vodka in the basement because they'll die. Yeah. And so there were stricter rules about it. But this, I guess, is the 70s, right? So Yes, it's like whatever, all that. whatever goes, you can beat people with a paddle. That, that right. was truly the weirdest thing is that, like, there are grownups in the scenes just, like, watching and being like, ha-ha. Like- <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. It's like a whole, like, the whole town just accepts that one day a year, one weekend a year, the older kids beat the shit out of, like, and they're coming out of middle school right so they're probably in like eighth grade so they're 13 and it's like yes. i don't know it's weird oh i'm like gosh. so you're so a bunch weird. of 18 year old boys who want to spank a bunch of 13 year old boys <laughs> with a paddle like i don't understand why you think that makes yeah masculine. it's like vaguely it's also yeah just like vaguely homoerotic like baby yeah. ben affleck has this like gleam in his eye where he's yeah, like, so and he's like mad that he didn't get it it's like a man <laughs> who got blue balled it's like what's wrong you didn't get to like spank a 14 year old boy and you're pissed <laughs> it's also weird timing because it's the last day of school like don't you want to be away from like just yeah, the school ethos i would right. want to go do something else but instead they are all about like and are they going to do this all summer i think it probably my guess is that it was just like it made for a good movie to have it be both the last day of school well, yeah, and, and the hazing but it probably right. happened on the first Day the first day like that. that's kind of was my thought i was like wouldn't this happen like as the freshmen are coming into school yeah or is it like just to set fear in them the summer before so they just like panic like we had we didn't do it, we didn't play like with the freshmen but our, our senior year in school we used to play every year the senior class would play assassin which i don't know <gasps> oh if they do anymore God. that would be so fun <laughs> that was everybody got like water guns and we all had to, like someone organized it and like everyone had a target and like we would ha- like go to people's houses and like hide in their bushes oh at God. five in the morning and try to get them out like someone got me out, out on my way to my voice lesson and i was just like running into the music store downtown oh exeter in my hometown and like someone squirted me in the back of the head and i was like fuck but then i would like go with friends to like their target's house yeah. and we were like hiding in bushes and i like, think about it now and i'm like i doubt they do that anymore because a you're like running around trying to pretend shoot each other it's mm-hmm. probably too violent and like hiding in people's bushes like it, part of me was like this is still new hampshire like these people have actual guns <laughs> i feel like yeah and i feel like parents now are way more like don't fucking touch my kid like don't mess with my kid well and they're like, so yeah. controlling over where you are at all times yeah, that was one yeah. of the things about this movie i like was thinking about i was like these kids just like left their houses they and they're just, just like free to the wind until they show up back home and like yeah. i kind of had that in high school because we didn't really have cell like the cell phone i had was my own like virgin mobile phone and i had to buy like top of cards so like if i didn't have any cash i didn't have a phone and it would just go dead for a little while and then i'd buy a card and then i'd be like my phone's back for a bit <laughs> yeah but like sometimes you just left the house and didn't have a way to call home for a little yeah. bit or until you got to wherever you were going you'd call from like the home phone or whatever yeah. and sometimes that was the rule you have to call from the home phone so i know right. you're where you said you were gonna be but like thinking about it now like my my cousins who have kids are like my yeah. my other cousins who are much who are my cousin who's much younger than me has like his their parents have like cameras in like their kids homes or like I know. there's gps trackers on cars or fo- like sh- find your friends on phones like your parents always know where you are now or they can whereas this is just you're 13 yeah. and you finish middle school and your mom's like just like yeah okay it's 5 a.m and you're not home yeah, i'm just sitting here waiting some- there was some like study about like them mapping like how big of a radius kids would like hang out mm-hmm. like in their teens and like mm-hmm. just over the years it's just shrunk and shrunk and shrunk but crime has gone down so like interesting it's not because it's not unsafe i think people just like hear about stuff more and get scared mm-hmm. exactly so, like, it is, it's just it like the sad. knowledge of yeah. it yeah it's exactly i do it's i like... do feel like watching this movie i was like they're having such a great like 36 hours i do have one lame hazing story and then we can move on which is that <laughs> 
the only time I've hazed or been hazed is for my acapella group in college oh. when I got into acapella. And it's all like fake hazing where you're not actually doing stuff. Um, but I, I do have a they, they quote unquote kidnap you, which is just basically they like show up at your dorm and like yell at you to get into the car. And you kind of know what night it's happening, but you don't know what time. Right. You get into a car and they like blindfold you and they pre- they like pretend they're driving somewhere really far away, but you know you're just driving to like. Then you partially know nearby. what's going on. And you're like, ooh, I got into yeah. Bella. <laughs> but I do, I do remember like I was. It was three of us who were accepted that year into their group, and so like they put us in the back of a car, and it was kind of funny like not knowing like who the people were who were beside me who had also gotten in. And then we were like all like kind of scared and intimidated. So we were just quiet. And the person who was driving, the upperclassman who was driving us turned on Are You Gonna Be My Girl by Jet and was like, now sing, harmonize. And we were like, okay, we'll sing. That's funny. But see, that's <laughs> but, like, that's but like it was, all yeah, well intentioned like, it, and it's no funny. No one's going to hurt you. Yeah. Like, it's just like a funny story. And I guess that does bond you with the people you're in the car with. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it's a shared that, experience. That, that was that was something that I was like, oh, and, and I do think like when when they eventually like cracked down more on hazing, like some of that stuff went away. And so mm. like, I'm like, oh, that's a little sad. But I, I, I understand totally why they have to crack down on hazing because they don't want Ben yeah. Affleck beating people's asses. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, (laughs) hazing's funny if it's just like that, like it's a goofy thing. It's different when you're physically harming people. Yes. (laughs) That's where it's like, that's not totally necessary. Uh, Walter Walter is like fully uh, traumatized by his frat experience, I think. Yes. That's what I mean. Like, there's no need to to permanently traumatize people. (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's go on. Let's move on. Senior Pickford was supposed to throw a party, but when the keg is delivered early, his parents catch on to his plan. Fred and other seniors come to Mitch's baseball game, which is weirdly on the last day of school, to harass him. And afterwards, Fred beats him with a paddle. Once Fred leaves, Pink gives Mitch a ride home and invites him to hang out. David, a 20-something adult male, (laughs) picks them up and brings them to a pool hall where he talks about sleeping with high schoolers. We watch various teen groups cruise around, including the smart crew of Tony, Mike, and Cynthia. When some of the other freshmen leave a junior high party early, Fred catches one of them and gives him a spanking. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. A good old classic spanking. Um, Imagine um, canceling your vacation just to prevent your child from having a party. That's what I'm I'm sure there's plenty of parents that have done it. (laughs) That sucks. Um, I got caught throwing a party once, but it was after I graduated high school, Ooh. and we got caught after, so we actually had the party, and then I got caught. So, did you get in trouble? Um, yeah, but it was my sister and I. She was still in high school. She got in more trouble than I did because she still lived at home. I was going back to school like the next day or like two days later, so there wasn't much grounding, quote unquote, mm-hmm. that could happen because yeah, I was yeah, going back yeah. to school. So I got yelled at. <clears throat> It's like one of my few regrets, though. I do remember like my mom being really upset and mad at me and yelling at us for it and being like, do. And I was just standing there and she was like, do you even feel bad? And I like very seriously went, no, I had a great time. (laughs) And I like feel bad because like it was so rude to her and disrespectful to her house. But like I was 18 and I was like, fuck you. She did probably she probably looks back on that now and is like, that's really funny. Yeah. And like the truth is like no one like everything was fine. The house was fine. They just Mm. we actually cleaned up fine. My parents came home. We were like every. Everyone was chill and then we were going to a friend's birthday dinner and we left and then my dad checked his email and the neighbor <gasps> had emailed him. Oh. oh, big old bummer. And the best 
thing is our neighbor's name was Dick. So we were like, my sister and I just ran with that. We were like, oh yeah, Dick the Dick. Like ratting us out all the time because he ratted on us a few times. Yeah, he was such a snitch. But my parents called and they were like, you need to turn around and come home. And we were like, my sister and I had a very real moment where we were like, if we go back, (laughs) we're done. If we don't, but we could just go to dinner and not go home. (laughs) But we turned around and went home because we were scared. But we got... (laughs) I don't remember you, what she got. She probably got grounded for a little bit, but I went back to school, so it didn't really matter. <laughs> you and your sister sound so cool. I was gonna we ask. Um, I was gonna ask. Did people ever characterize your high school class in a certain way? Like there was something interesting about this movie where they were like, "Yeah, like our seniors were like this, and like the girls in the class above us are like this." Mm, like, yeah, that, that was interesting. I feel like it was always the classes below us. We had a lot to say. Like, it was like, oh, they're way worse than we were. Yeah. Like, those girls are way sluttier than we were. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, it's <laughs> always like, they're worse than us. They're worse than us. And I think every class probably says that. Mm. But I did notice that when the, the quote unquote smart kids are in the car. Or no, no, sorry. It's the other one. It's the stoner dude. It's Slater. Is that, was his, yeah, is yeah. that his name? It was in the back seat. And he was like, no, man, like the girls before us were way better. And like, he's talking about the, how like their class sucks, but everyone before them was so much better and so much cooler. And I'm like, I feel like every high school class has some yeah semblance of that. Like, oh, our class is the worst, but like those people, yeah, yeah they're yeah. better. Yeah. That was so true for me. And not just in high school, but in like everything I did. Even Hazamir, Jewish choir. I remember <laughs> when I was in like, I don't know when I joined this, seventh, eighth grade. And we, they, the, like the, the older crew like performed for us. And I was like, oh, they're so good. And then yeah. by the time I was a senior, we just absolutely sucked so hard. Yeah. And, and part of me really thinks that's true. But then the perception that you have makes it impossible right. to truly know. And same thing with the church group I was in, like when I first started there. The seniors were so good. And then in high school, like the the people two years above us were so artsy and cool. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you don't know if this is true. It's just sort yeah. of how you view it. I was the same way. Like in choir, we were like, oh, we're like the, the older kids are so good. Like so I can't good, wait. Yeah. And then you join and you're like, oh, but like they were so good. But like we're also good. Like we're great. <laughs> we're good. And then you, but then like the next year you like watch the, like you graduate, you're like, oh no, this is going downhill. Like this is never going to be good again. Like either there's no way they're not good. Like I've known them since they were freshmen. They're not good. And it's like, okay, but Hell yeah. what the fuck do you know? You're 18. <laughs> and now I think back on it. And the truth is we were all bad. Yeah. <laughs> the answer is none of you. Are yeah, exactly. Maybe there's one person in like 15 years. who's good. Yeah. There's like one or two that might actually have a talent, but like yeah. most of us would not open our mouths to sing on stage ever again. So, you know, take that for what it is. Uh, we- My BFF is that person. Just oh, yes. Me. Yes. Adrian is friend of the pod. Um, when I was in high school in Catholic school, uh there was a there in in maybe like sophomore year there were before I left there was like a series of teachers who suddenly got really into telling our class that we were like just like more unruly and like harder to like teach mm-hmm. than than like the class after us and before us mm-hmm. and so I don't know if they like all talked to each other and they were like let's like neg them into like, I was saying, submission. It's just a fear tactic to like scare <laughs> you into but they, behaving. they just kept being like I don't know what's wrong with like your class like this isn't like we don't have this problem with like the freshman. It was just like so bizarre, like and all of us were like, "What the yeah. fuck is happening?" Because it's, <laughs> also not it's saying, all like, of you, 
Right. Yeah. It's like a few people who ruin it for the rest. And like, what? Right. Why are you? That's like me. Someone being like, "Oh, well, you're not as good at like jump roping as that person." And yeah. It's like, well, yeah, because I don't jump rope, but they do. Like, what the it's fuck? Also it's like, like I'm we're sure, different people. I'm sure they were just like trying to use that as a tactic anytime they have problems with like. Yeah. Any, there was just like a group of fun like loud people, and they were like, "We have to like basically humiliate them." <laughs> Right, but you know what? Um, Those people grew up to probably be fun adults who like are the type yeah. of people that you want to go to the bar with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I felt about the people in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> the Actually, I like. I mostly liked the kids in this movie, even like the mm. smart kids who were trying to be above it all. I was just like. Yeah, I, but I, know, I was like, I felt some fondness for them. <laughs> they had some good like quotes in there too. Like they said some fun stuff, and I was just like, "You're trying to be above it all, but like you're still going to the party, and you're still yeah, pouring yourself exactly. a beer from that keg, and you're still punching that kid in the face. Like you're doing it just as much as they are." <laughs> yeah, I definitely resonated the most with the driving around. It was different yes. for me in that when I was driving around, I wasn't looking for a party and. Even if I maybe had that idea, it was absolutely never going to happen. But right. just driving to Trader Joe's and mm. putting on music and, and singing. And like, because that's all you could kind of do. It was but like the was only huge. freedom you had. Yeah. 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 yeah collecting I, everybody's like few dollars for gas money and then like yeah. driving to Target for the afternoon and then going home. Like that was the activity. We would just go to Target and walk around. I have like, I have <laughs> a lot of memories of just driving. We would just like drive as an excuse to like talk to someone about their like problems with their crush. I feel like yeah. that was something it was like we therapy. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. like you don't want to I don't know why we didn't just like talk on the phone or just like sit down in someone's living room. But then I also have this very vivid memory where my friend's crush was at this party and we were like, let's just like we weren't going and we weren't invited, but we were like, let's just like drive by the house. And so we like drive by the house and then the person driving like played a prank and like turned on all the lights so that the people in the party could like see us like pressed up to the window <laughs> for him. And we were like, no, and we like screamed and like hid under the seat. And like that's just like a really funny, like fun that is memory. Fun. Like the person who turned on the lights, like just cackling. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we ever drove around looking for parties, but we definitely just drove around. I also think part of like talking and driving is like kind of yeah. easier than sitting and talking because like mm. you don't have to look at the person in the, the eye while you talk yeah, about your deep, dark secrets. Yeah, like you can kind of stare out the window or like you're driving, you have to focus on the road, but like you can, st but like you're still like in a very intimate setting, <laughs> but like you can yeah. kind of avoid mm -hmm. eye contact if that makes you nervous. You know what I you mean? Can, so you can really like main character. I just remember driving, I remember driving with one of my like good like platonic guy friends and he was just like, just found out that like this girl that he'd liked for like a year was like gonna date someone else and we would like listen to John Mayer and be sad oh my God. <laughs> yeah I look back and I'm like wow we were so sad oh, oh yeah I remember when I broke up with my boyfriend in like my sophomore year of high school my boyfriend of three weeks like that <laughs> nothing I think we had gone on like two dates it like wasn't even real and like sat we started sitting next to each other in bio like it was it was so oh. silly and like I but I was like panicked and was like I don't want to do this and I called him from my cell phone in the friendlies parking lot with one of my good friends and then like we played single ladies on the way home with the windows oh down God. and I thought we were so cool and I think back on it I'm like okay that was not a real relationship it was not a real breakup I was kind of a bitch I could have talked to him in person instead of doing it on That's the phone so cute that you guys were like we're gonna play single ladies we're gonna be so empowered <laughs> it was so silly but like it is it's also like at that age your the car is such a new thing and the ability to drive 
around yourself is such a new thing that it's like the closest thing to pure freedom you've probably ever experienced like you can just go so like you just want to I think that's partially why young kids like to go drive around and it's funny because now I'll go for drives like I stop for a while and now I'll be like I'm just gonna go for a drive and like drive around aimlessly because it feels nice and you're like I am in complete control and I can do whatever I want it's yeah. so safe in your car. <laughs> yes. I can cry. I can yell. I can, I can cry. Yeah. Curse at people. It feels like people can't see you, but yes. they, 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 they can. Um, the last thing I'll say about this section is that this is Matt McConaughey's intro, and mm-hmm. I love his line where he's like, Wait, hey, you Matt got a joint? Matt. Is that is that his name? Matthew. Oh my god! I wrote Mitch McConaughey in my notes, and I was like, ha- I was like having an aneurysm. Who's Mitch like, is the other character. <laughs> I'm freaking out. Mitch McConnell. Mitch- <laughs> Ooh, wow! That's a weird okay, slip, huh? Wait, what's funny is I have. Okay, here's what I have written. Matthew is Ben Affleck hot? Question mark. Mitch McConaughey. <laughs> That's Do you anyway. think Matt McConaughey is hot? No. Way I don't Emma like in this movie versus um, no never yeah okay never. I d- yeah Emma. no I find him a little creepy in this movie which I think is on purpose I think if he didn't have like the facial hair that yes, he does the and hair his hair was wild. styled differently I would absolutely have found him attractive but like I think they kind of give him the like the mustache and the like hairstyle gives him like it it adds to his sight to be creep. creepy yeah. yeah I just I just love every line read he I, like it's so apparent that he just like stole every scene he he was like. Yeah, do you have you got a joint? And the guy's like, no, like I'm 15, and he's yeah. just like, it'd be a lot cooler if you did. Yeah, that meme <laughs> just, is great. That I just laughed out of this. so hard. It, it, it'd be a lot cooler if you. I did. just like had seen that meme, but I just hadn't seen it in the context of the movie, and it was so good. And I also, I actually didn't know that the all right, all right, all right came from this movie. Yeah, though um, this has a lot of this movie had some memeability. Yeah, even from I, 1993. Yeah, I didn't know. And, like, he, again, like, you know exactly this guy. He, like, and when he's talking about, like, yeah, maybe I'll go to junior college, but, like, maybe I'll keep working. Like, I like being able to just, like, hang out. And you're yeah. like, this guy is going nowhere. And he's right. Like, and I like how Mitch, like, steals that story <laughs> mm-hmm. when he's buying the beer. And he's like, yes. oh, yeah, I just graduated. But, you know, working for the city, my, it's money in my pocket. Might yes. my keep doing it. And I'm like, oh, you just robbed that story from the older dude. But that's so it's smart. So, yeah, it's so smart. Also, the ease with which these high school kids get beer. Mm. Oh, yeah. That was so difficult. Wild to me. Yeah. 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 But I guess, I guess in 96. Oh no! Sorry, this was nine. It was based in seventy three, right? Or yes. seventy six? And so the drinking age was only eighteen. The drinking yeah. age was eighteen. Also, so they like, were as as late as the nineties. People were like still drinking in cars. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like my parents' generation, they were like still drinking. <laughs> Yeah, while just driving. like cracking a beer while driving. Yeah, and yeah. Like, just even I would beer. like if I was DDing in college or whatever. If we if we needed a DD, we were in the city, so we didn't need DDs very often. But like even if we did, like I didn't. I never cared if the people in the car were like yeah, sipping yeah. beers or whatever. I like taking now it's soda. like now I'm so scared. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember we were in Vermont once, and we told my friend, uh, a friend of mine, that she, it was totally fine. Or a fr- another friend of mine was driving, and she told a friend of ours who's like nervous around drinking she was like it's fine just bring your beer in the car it won't matter and then they like got pulled over or something. <gasps> and she was like yeah. nothing happened then it was like yeah, one beer yeah. and nobody was drunk but like it was just like Vermont. the one time we were like it doesn't matter just bring the beer in the car we're not going yeah. far <laughs> there's like cops yeah, around yeah. And you're like yeah yeah, yeah yeah 
Jane, so fun. Okay. <laughs> Mitch smokes weed for the first time Woo-hoo. as the seniors vandalize mailboxes. A man comes after them with a gun, but they get away. Mitch meets up with his middle school friends, and with the help of sophomore Julie, they get revenge on Fred by dumping paint all over him. Tony, Mike, and Cynthia go to a hamburger joint where they run into David. He flirts, his, flirts with Cynthia and invites her crew to a party at the Moon Tower. At the party, Mike makes a comment about Scary Clint smoking weed, and then Scary Clint almost beats him up. Pink reveals that he is considering quitting football. Later, Jody and Pink make out, even though Pink apparently has a girlfriend. (laughs) This party was wild. It looked like a good time. Yeah, I wanted to go. (laughs) I was like, this is the fun part about like being like young like that was you couldn't just go to a bar. You had to get creative and you would have parties in fields or like at moon towers. And like that seemed like fun. Maybe it was gross, but I I really like where it was. I really liked all the like settings. Like I liked when they were on their cars smoking. And then I liked in the like in the party scenes where the the girls were just get like getting really fucked up and like eating shit because they trip over like a tree root or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> fall what in the grass and tower? the other one's just like laughing i don't know that's i they don't know why it's called the moon tower we had something similar in my hometown like we went through when we graduated like with cigars at late at night and like sat there and like smoked cigars in the parking lot and then climbed it was like a watch t- it was like an old but like ours a, was like an old fire watch tower or something yeah like and you could tower. climb all the way up and you could see all the way around but like it was a, they didn't use it for anything official it had a bunch of graffiti on it and there was a bunch of signs that were like the ladder's easier if you're stoned to go backwards like because it looked like <laughs> stairs but then like you would go to you'd like leave and it was like hey if you're stoned turn around and use it like a ladder and it was <laughs> like oh that's so much easier like someone was like i'll help out the future stone people of the, of the watch <laughs> tower that's but like so cute. that's kind of what i thought it was just like an old mm-hmm. like infrastructure thing that's not really used anymore but like the kids party on it it's for astrology teens jane <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna ask you both what was your experience buying alcohol and or weed as teens i don't remember buying booze we played hey man a, lo- a few times like in walmart parking lots where you would just be like hey man would you buy us a 30 rack oh, <laughs> or whatever i it did I've a never few done times. That. It's it's such a risky game to play, yeah. and you have to be with the right people and the right amount of confidence. And Ooh. we definitely I've got never, shut down. Yeah. We had one guy once who was like, he was like, I don't know, we'll see. And then he came out of the Walmart with a thirty rag, and like we paid him. We had cash, like we paid him for it. And like we, I was always like, we got to give him more than the actual cost. Like yeah, tip him a little, make yeah, it a little worth him. their while. And he was just, <laughs> he, I remember him handing us the pack of beer, and he was like, just promise me you're not gonna drive. And we were like, no, we're not. And we weren't. We really weren't. We were just like going to a friend's house for the night. But like, that's kind. Yeah. Yeah. And I was responsible stranger giving children beer. I know. And I think about the reverse where like if I was in the Walmart parking lot for whatever reason and some like teenager came up to me and was like, will you buy me a 30 rack? Like, would I do it? I don't know. Probably not. I've done it for someone in college that was younger than me. But I think I've done it for people I know. I don't know if I would do it for strangers. That's the kicker. I never. Um. (laughs) In high school, I never had to worry about yeah. it that much because I had a cool friend with, like, cool older siblings, and so she was, like, our alcohol source. And she had siblings that were, like, way older. Like, they were in their late 20s when we were in high right. school. So, like, so she just was, like, our supply. Right. <laughs> and she, like, she also just, like, drank earlier than us because she had just, like, tried it with her siblings, and, like, she got us, like, really fucked up for the first time and stuff like that. Right. 
I would, we had a friend whose mom was like super chill about us like drinking at their house, not like getting hammered. We weren't like raging, but like she would like, when my sister and her high school boyfriend broke up, she bought us like each, like she bought a few six packs of like smeared off ices. But like she would take our keys. Like she would be like, give me your keys. And she would take them to bed with her. So like there was no chance any of us were going anywhere. And it was kind of like, look, I understand big breakup, big deal. Here's some smeared off ices. Give me your keys. Now heal. (laughs) And it was like, she was super chill about it. But like, and it was kind of nice because it was, she, she was the mom. Like if anything ever happened, like at a party or whatever you knew you could call her and she would yeah you know come and get and my parents were kind of the same way like if i called from i never had to but if i had called from a party and i was like look i'm fucked up yeah. and i need a ride they would come pick they would have come picked me up and taken me home and like yeah. we would have probably had a conversation but i don't think i would yeah, have been in like yeah. trouble it was kind of just like hey safety's the first and foremost and if you right. need me to help you get home safe call me and i will because don't get in right. the car with your drunk friends kind of thing but like i don't remember buying we uh booze that much i kind of just like always showed up and someone else had taken care of it <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah how about you jane i didn't really drink too much in high school but uh i did throw a party at one point and my sister kindly purchased me alcohol but the main way i got alcohol was that my dad had been a winemaker i feel like i <gasps> told the story but my dad oh, cool. went through one of his phases of like making wine and so my basement is to this day just full of bottles of wine and so if oh i really gosh. like desperately needed alcohol i would just go and grab a bottle of wine now i hate that's wine, so cool obviously i would say um, you probably then, don't like it now because of that <laughs> definitely not and i did purchase weed once in high school and it was or, or like from a straight from a drug dealer <laughs> yeah like i purchased it from friends but and it was a terrible disaster because i like needed to get cash and I was with oh, my dear friend who's coming to this apartment in an hour. Um, and we ended up literally driving around Caldwell and like going to multiple ATMs and just being a wreck in public. And then I just had to ask my mom for cash. And she just gave me some cash because that's the kind of um, rich person I am. And then I <laughs> paid this drug dealer and then. I just feel like in high school it was different to ask your parents for cash. Like you'd be like, "Hey, dad, can I have twenty bucks?" Was way different than like now. I feel like I have to explain myself. Like, why don't I have have twenty bucks? Yeah, Yeah. yeah. like when high school is like, I'm a broke, I'm a broke high school student. Can I have twenty bucks? I'm gonna go to Target, and then it's like, except I'm gonna ask for twenty bucks, and then Haley's gonna ask you for twenty bucks, and then we're gonna put our forty bucks together, and we're gonna go buy some weed. (laughs) Yeah, parents have cash. Um. There was one part. So, okay, so to be honest, I was like, I I did like this movie. Spoiler for the end, but I was sort of struggling with it because I still <laughs> didn't know who any of the characters were. Who they were. I also, this is definitely a boy centric movie, which is fine. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the Bechdel test. Like that's not <laughs> what I care about. There's I a just, decent number of ladies. There's it's just mostly girls, about the boys. They don't. Yeah, they just yeah. don't matter at all, except maybe no. Sabrina, who is cool. But the girls are just kind of like rolling around, and you don't really get their perspective. Like this is more about Mitch, um, <laughs> right? And, yeah, yeah. And like Pink, totally. and yeah, I would say those two are like the main kind of opinions that we care about. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a struggle for me, but I still enjoyed it. And then there was one joke I liked where they were like. The 50s were this, and the 60s rocked, and the 70s, it sucks, which is yeah. Yeah. so yeah. so true for every generation being like, we live in the worst. Well, 
Yeah, there's like, I actually wrote this quote down because I thought it was so funny. What's at one point, Cynthia, while they're at the party, is like, maybe the 80s will be like radical or something. I figure (laughs) we'll be in our 20s and it can't get worse. And I'm like, oh, damn, I feel like I thought the same thing in high school. I was like, oh, everything will be fixed when I'm in my 20s and I have my independence. And now I'm like, I would fucking kill to be like (laughs) 17 and have no responsibilities again. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I loved, yeah, like I loved all the little conversations of like teens, basically like navel gazing like talking about like whether they think the presidents would smoke weed or like mm-hmm. aliens right. and cults and I was like yeah we're still like that yeah but I I thought it was really I I agree with you Jane it was, it was mostly about the boys but I, I thought like all the like little ways people interacted in this movie were really good and really realistic and like even the little scene of like the girls getting mad at each other in the car because someone right. called her a slut and she's like and they're like you said you weren't going to be mad. Like- and she's like, I'm not mad, but I'm just going to kill that bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did. And I I don't know, like, how much of it was improv, but it, it I really loved watching it. And I also, like, started smoking when Mitch started smoking. And so, like, that just, like, totally helped me just forget that nothing happens in this movie and you just kind of like soak it in it's funny because I, I was I smoked a blunt before I watched this last night and mm-hmm. I fell asleep like right about when the party actually starts at the moon tower so that's where I started today I was like I'm gonna start this I started it I like watched again this morning I was like I'm just gonna re- rewind this a bit because <laughs> I was like I was like oh they're smoking weed how fun <sighs> <laughs> it's like time for bed. I was I gonna ask both weed. of you. I was gonna ask both of so you. I, I know Jane it. really dislikes weed, but fair what enough. Was your, what was your first time smoking weed? What was it? I like? actually have a cool story though. Okay, so yes, I feel like I should explain my my history. Um, yeah. So the cool thing I did in high school was a friend's older brother and his like this is part of the artsy crew. They took us to a rooftop in none other than Montclair. And we had to like um, step up a fire escape, and that's where we smoked. I smoked weed for the first time, and then throughout college, I smoked just so much weed, mostly because of like who I hung out with and who I who right. I dated. And now I, whenever I get weed, I I or get weed, <laughs> whenever I get weed in me, um, <laughs> I say that I am laughing on the outside and screaming on the inside mm. because that is how I feel. And so yeah. I don't really do it anymore. And it's one of those things where I look back and I'm like, I smoked weed every day for years mm. or, or not every day, but like quite often in college. And I'm like, why was I? I don't know. But yeah, I totally get that. I quit for a year in college because I started like having that same thing. I was like chilling on the outside, but screaming on the inside. Like I was having <laughs> internal panic attacks every time I smoked weed. And I was like, you know what? this seems to be a culprit. I'm just going to cut it out for a while. <laughs> and it did. Yeah. And it helped. I like stopped having these little panic attacks. And I was like, that was it. And then like <laughs> my boyfriend at the time would like, he would still smoke. And eventually I was just like, just give me one, one little puff of that. Mm. Just give me one more little puff of that. And then I just kind of slowly fell back into it. But I, I, and I still smoke every day, but like with like, it's only at the end of the day like when my work is done yeah. and like i'm not like waking up and getting stoned immediately it's kind of like the way a lot of people have a cocktail or two to end their day i have yeah, a joint yeah. and so that's i'm not stoned all the time but yeah. uh the first time i smoked weed was my it was like right at the end of my senior year of high school and it was my sister and her my sister's boyfriend was the quarterback of the football team and in my class so she, he got us weed my parents were in Maine where I am right now but I was at our house in New Hampshire so they were here for the weekend 
And so we had a few people over and we just like got stoned on the porch. I think that was maybe the weekend that Dick, our neighbor, came and like rat. Like (gasps) he came through the woods. We were like on the screen and porch. And like the house I grew up in New Hampshire is like in the woods. You can kind of see the neighbors, but there's a lot of woods. Just kidding. I throw his last name out there. No, I won't do that to you, Dick. (laughs) Um, I don't even know where he is. He doesn't live in that house anymore. But we were on the porch. Like my parents had the screen and porch next to her. So we're sitting on the screen and porch, just like hanging out. It was like four or five of us just like chilling smoking weed and like i guess we were being too loud i don't know and he could hear us talking and he apparently he called the house and i didn't hear the phone ring because the doors were shut because i didn't want the house to smell like weed and so i didn't hear the phone ring so he decided to come over and tell us to be quiet but instead of coming up to the front door or using a pathway like a normal person he came through the woods with a flashlight so we obviously all thought it was cops and everyone ran i i was gonna say serial killer (laughs) Oh yeah, or that. But our teenage stoned brains were like, "It's the cops." Like I don't yeah, know why exactly. we thought the cops found us on the screen and porch in the backyard. <laughs> I don't know why we thought that was the case. But we, so my sister's boyfriend and one of my cousins that was with us like jumped the fence and like running through the woods. I like ran upstairs and was like, "I'm gonna pretend I went to I went to bed hours ago and I'm asleep and I have no idea what's going on." Um, and I like looked out the window and I was like, "There's no cop cars out there. There's no way yeah, that's a yeah, cop." Yeah. And then he he came up to the back door which was open at this point and it was just a screen door and like starts yelling my name and i was like it's one of the first times i've ever been stoned and i'm like why is he calling my name it's Haley's fault it's Haley's fault <laughs> <laughs> and so i like went downstairs and i, like, I can hear you yeah. i was so i was just like yeah uh-huh sure sir yes sir yes sir and i uh-huh. if it was me now i would be like what the flying fuck are you doing at my back door yeah, what are you doing don't come through the woods like that we have a front door and a pathway and a driveway for a reason use them i would have like probably read him the riot act but in the moment i was so scared <laughs> and i was paranoid um i don't think my parents we found the voice message he left and we deleted it so my parents never heard about Ooh. that one from the, the dick next door but uh the dick next door. <laughs> i think I that was that. the first weekend i smoked weed i'm trying to remember the first i remember the first first time i didn't feel anything and i was like but yeah. i don't get what all the hype's about yeah. and then yeah. the next and then so maybe it was the next day because same weekend but next day we did it again and then after that we obviously smoked more because we were all terrified once yeah, everybody yeah, got back. Yeah. And then my sister says, I don't remember this that well, but we were making food and I was just sitting at the counter with my hands on my face, <laughs> just like holding my head. And she was like, you wouldn't take your hands off your face. She was like, oh. just holding it. And I remember really enjoying it. And uh, the rest is history. Here I am. <laughs> Isa. Being dazed and confused. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, the first time, I didn't smoke weed until college. Um, I... My brother smoked weed a lot. He's he's three years older than me, and I like really was worried that I would want to smoke weed every day, <laughs> um, which is valid. Mm-hmm. And but but in college, um, around I think it was for my birthday, my sophomore year of college. So it was in the spring, and one person in Nate's fraternity just like always had weed, and he's very nice. We're going to his wedding next year. And I was like, hey, Max, like, um, can we, like, for my birthday, can you, like, uh, get us some weed? And I I think, um, like, the first, you know, like, the first hour or so, I just, like, wasn't doing it right and couldn't figure it out. And then after that, just, like, overcompensated and got too high. And the main memory I have is that I was really afraid my hand would fall off. So uh-huh. I, like, asked Nate to, like, hold on to my wrist so that my hand wouldn't fall off. That's so funny. And- 
we put on some Netflix comedy special, but I don't even think it was that funny. And I was just like really worried about my hand falling off. So that was my first Damn. time. And then since go. then, I've had more casual, like not too high moments. And yeah. The first also, time I, I got too high was in the uh, Applebee's. Like I we smoked before we like wake and baked and went to Applebee's oh, for some reason. No. And then like I remember we ordered and that was a whole process, like trying to order and like get my words to come out. And then I was sitting there and I was like, I have to go lay down. And my sister was like, Do you want me to bring you your salad? And I was like, Sure. But I like went and like laid in the backseat of our car and she was like came out like an hour later after eating. I was like, Are you okay? And I was like, I don't know. I can't breathe. And she was like, You've been out here for an hour. And I was like, Okay, so I'm not dead. I just like needed to go lay down. She's like, You should probably just eat. <laughs> I do think that like now that there's dispensaries and stuff, like, you know, it's it's just been easier to get weed and just like easier to get like really fucked up. And I don't wanna get like super fucked up. I just wanna like Right. Well, and I feel like in high school, like when we were trying weed for the first time, we're trying to get weed when you're when we were younger. Anyway, it was harder to find it. There were no you couldn't just like go to a dispensary. You couldn't find someone who was old enough to go to the dispensary for you. Like you just had to find people who had weed. And there were some times where it was like everyone was dry. No one, no one in town has any nugs, so no weed. And that was just that was just how it is. And that's when people started selling like oregano bags of (laughs) oregano (laughs) and shit. Oh, so fun. Okay, should we should we move on? Yeah. To, uh, okay. To the end of this movie. Mitch and Julie are hanging out. Darla tries to make Sabrina do an air raid, but she refuses, impressing Tony. Mike is embarrassed about Clint being a dick to him, so he punches him, but then gets wailed on. David asks Cynthia to an Aerosmith concert. The kids decide to smoke a joint on the fifty yard line, but then the police show up. The coach gives Pink a talk. Uh, a talking to about his priorities. Pink says he will never sign the form, promising he won't do drugs. Tony drives Sabrina home, and they kiss. Mitch's mom catches him walk in at 5 a.m., but lets him off with a warning, and he listens to some cool tunes. The movie ends with David, Pink, and Slater going to get Aerosmith tickets. Classic. There is some good stuff on that football field. I, like, really enjoyed yeah. that scene. That felt like... It reminded me just, like, of being in high school with or, like, in, like, those, like, young high school college years where you are just like laying in a field with your friends like I went to Emerson so like we always just sat in the Boston Commons and like there's a hill in the Boston Commons that's like right kind of down the way from Emerson and like that's where people used to hang out and it was so often that like I would be like I have two hours off before the next class or whatever and find another friend who's also off and we would just go sit in the sun and like maybe smoke weed maybe just like have a coffee just like sit and then like inevitably someone else would show up that you didn't think but like that you didn't know like no was going to be there and you're like oh hey what's up come sit with us yeah. and it's just like kind of this communal space and yeah. this scene kind of reminded me of that where they're all just like laying around and goofing and and chilling but like talking about their futures but they're super stoned and it's five in the morning or whatever and I, I would it. be so sleepy it. that was my biggest note it's like they're like we're gonna go get these tickets i'm like I need to go to sleep, dude. Yeah, I wouldn't have gone from that to the tickets. I probably would have needed a nap. Or also, at least breakfast and a coffee. I will say that like fields, they fields I do associate with my youth and I also associate with being very itchy. And yes. just like coming yeah. home and having 1 million mosquito bites. So yeah. as much as I do want to lie in a field like 
I don't want to be itchy. <laughs> no, I agree. I think maybe when I was 18, I just didn't give a shit. And now I'm like yeah. an adult and I'm like, I want to sleep tonight. I don't want to be itching my ankles. Yeah, you yeah, don't think yeah. about these things. Like it honestly wasn't until the like last two years where I realized I could just wear bug spray a lot. And I now I get not 80 mosquito bites every single I know yeah. it's kind of weird that like I just never thought about using bug spray going up no I didn't either <laughs> and like I so much yeah I and I like remember when things like Tripoli were a, a fear of the mosquitoes oh gosh, and they yeah, were like they were like spray yeah they were like spraying the woods and stuff but like even though we think- weren't wearing <laughs> deet or whatever I'm like is it because we're like stinkier as adults so it like attract <laughs> more bugs yeah I don't, I don't know, know or like, maybe you're just I more aware really, of it yeah it just like wasn't really as much of a problem yeah yeah or maybe the mosquitoes are just getting worse as we get older yeah probably who knows but it's probably a perception thing i also think like if i was in a field like they were they're they've been drinking all night and now they're smoking weed so they're like i know definitely I intoxicated truly, so I they truly go to sleep yeah or they're and they're probably not noticing the bugs if there are any oh yeah you know yeah. what i mean but Someone's i did think wearing, it was sorry someone's wearing a gorgeous full <laughs> denim jumpsuit in this part and yes. oh i didn't remember i, I desperately I, want us to all get matching ones yeah i <laughs> mean i am so down always down I, for a I have a denim jumpsuit already i really like it but it's almost like always like either too cold or too hot to wear it oh kind of. i believe that because you kind of want to wear it when it's sunny out but then it's like too hot <laughs> yeah i had a pair of shorteralls in college they were like sh- overalls but shorts instead mm-hmm. of pants yeah and i yeah. thought they were the coolest thing and i wore them like twice and then i was like this feels weird i don't like it <laughs> i like I wanted it to be so cool but it really just wasn't <laughs> i wore shorteralls every day for when i was 25 whenever i was a dog walker um, in mm. the summer, I okay, too wore Honestly, short hauls for a dog walker feels perfect. And you need a lot of pockets, pockets. to like yeah. put, put poop <laughs> bags and treats mm-hmm. and your keys and et cetera. So yeah, no, right. I'm pro short hauls and I would I'm, I'm I would wear them today. Um, I maybe just didn't have the right pair. They just felt yeah. like, it yeah. just felt like, I also am, I'm a very tall woman. So like everything, shorter alls, jumpsuits, mm. body suits, they're always the, uh, yeah. too short on me. And so like, I they want them to hole. fit so badly, but they yeah, go. they just give me the worst wedgies. Like I just, I can't have the do same it. problem or they fall. So here, here's my problem. I have these like really dope dungarees and mm-hmm. I want to wear them, <laughs> but the, I, this is not a visual medium, but it goes it stops at like here the middle of the boob like which is fine (laughs) because you can tie it differently so like i can physically wear it but it doesn't have the look i want which is like here yeah yeah right i want it to be like a shirt and pants bot like a situation not like a pants apron right yeah i I get that see that's kind of how i felt about my shorter alls is they were like way up (laughs) my butt and they were like pulled down this way like yeah. i couldn't pull them up as high as i wanted exactly. it just like didn't work for me <laughs> yeah and isa's a short girl over here yeah so my problem is the opposite where anytime i get cropped pants or like a crop jumpsuit it'll be long but also just like the torso it's hard to get a round brick because like the torso ratio is off but right they're made for I just do, like I one do... torso ratio mm-hmm. and that's yeah it. <laughs> i'm gonna go back and look for the person you're talking about because i don't remember the outfits in the football field i straight up have not worn a uh, one-piece bathing suit since 
I was taking swimming lessons. Yeah, probably same. And I was like a I fat mean, kid growing up, and I wanted to wear one pieces. It's all because I just wanted to cover it all up. But like, there, mm. I hit a point where they were all too short, and I still feel that way. I'm going to Miami for a bachelorette in August, <gasps> oh. and I want a one piece bathing suit to wear because I'm gonna be drunk, and I just think it will be better if I had a one piece on. <laughs> it, everything will stay in, and I cannot find one that's long enough. Exactly. They just don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I definitely noticed a lot of crossover between this movie and Fast Times, but I really Mm. preferred Fast Times. And again, I did like this movie, but for me, there was just a little bit, there was just a lot going on. And I think that that's totally intentional. And like the point of this movie is that you're just kind of like flowing through this day with these people. But I, I loved in Fast Times that everyone was really specific and I loved that you got the girl's perspective I like that you got everyone's perspective and it felt really balanced. And in this movie, it felt more just casual. Like, it was all vibes, no plot. Um, yeah. All vibes. It is. Which is which is totally fine. It was more about the atmosphere and the outfits and the really good good music. And I think that's what I makes think, it a stoner, yeah. like a stoner classic is yeah. because it is no plot. It's just vibes. You're kind of just like a fly on a wall for this town for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you both, because you both have siblings, because there's a little bit here about him being like, what? Like, mom didn't mom didn't care. Like, I can't believe that. Like, who, right. was, who was your, who were your parents stricter with, you or your sibling? Ooh, Ooh good question. Um, well, my brother's technically the oldest. He's older than me by three years, but he's special needs, so he's mentally like four or five. So he was like, technically the oldest but like not because he didn't do any of the like normal teenage yeah, things yeah. so in that in that regard i was the oldest but like i was such a goody two shoes i didn't really do much so my sister kind of caught most of the strict <laughs> uh what the fuck are you doing conversations because she pulled more stuff before i tried to pull it yeah. and then by the time i tried to pull anything i was already in college so it was harder yeah, to yeah so i kind of i always joke that like i did it right like i was behaved just long enough to get away with everything i wanted to get away with yeah <laughs> my sister on the other hand not so much she was home more so she definitely caught more of it but like in other regards like my mom was super strict about like we're not getting your ears pierced until you're 12 i don't know why oh, that wow. was the year but it was 12 and i was i wanted my ears pierced so bad but she was like when you're 12 and then the second i turned 12 i was like ears pierced let's go <laughs> and then so she let me and my sister get it at the same time and i was like right. but she's 11 what yeah. the fuck <laughs> or actually she was probably 10 because it was like right after my birthday so, you, so she so was a year and a half at that point and i was just like what the hell i had to wait she doesn't and like those things were like you have yeah, to wait but then the younger the sibling the doesn't yeah. yeah exactly when he got home and she was like mom's gonna you're gonna be in a world of her and the mom's just like this is your one get out of jail free card and i'm like oh you don't even you don't even get in trouble that's so nice although she does Jane. sort of seem to start to get mad when she's like are you drunk have you been yeah. drinking and it's, it's like, like bye which I do think there were definitely some times where like my sister came home and she was like drunk and I was like, you should probably just go upstairs. Just go to bed. Yeah. Go upstairs and go to bed. <laughs> don't don't show do your so- face. Do yourself yeah, a favor. Yeah. Go upstairs and go to bed and I will run interference down here. Just go upstairs. <laughs> it's the kind of Jane, thing where you? when you're when you're younger and it's happening to you, it's so annoying. But now that I'm older, I'm like, I don't want to have to take two trips to Claire's to pierce both of my daughter's ears. Like yeah. we're going together. <laughs> like get yeah. in the car, bitch. Um, I was such a good kid and my sister was such a bad kid that (laughs) it did like they weren't stricter or or less strict with either of us or or if Mm. they were like I don't 
it's hard for me to really like tell the difference. I'm sure my sister right. has a different perspective of, of that. Well, you just didn't I give do. them any reason to be strict with you, which is kind of yeah. how I was. Yeah. And also they were like, I-, I don't know. I would love to, I would love to hear like what they think I was doing. But, but yeah, it was just like, I was a goody two shoes as yeah. well. I mean, like I got in trouble for smoking. My sister and I once got in trouble for smoking weed on the porch after my parents had gone to bed and we like were out there smoking weed. We made a gravity bomb with one of my mom's vases. So maybe that was Ooh, the greatest move. But my dad came down like we thought that they were in bed and my dad came down, like opened the door and we were just like so caught red handed and just kind of like, fuck. And like (laughs) that didn't that was like but we both got caught then and it like wasn't great. But like now, like my parents don't mind if we smoke in the attic or like outside. Like it's not they (laughs) don't care anymore. And it's just like but I do. It's one of those things where like in the moment when they were mad, it was like, no, 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 you need to get your shit together and you need to be an adult. And now they're like, I'm. I like have my shit together. I'm an adult. I work. I get completely like like, completely independent. It's like, (laughs) what does it matter if I go outside and smoke a joint right now? You're having a gin and tonic, right? So is the is there really much of a difference? And they just kind of don't care. Like if I stopped working and started begging money and stuff, there would probably be a different conversation. But it's funny how as you get older, those like strict rule lines kind of just oh yeah. I think they're just like scared. They're just scared that you're gonna like. It's it's like a slippery slope because I do think that's the way they like tell parents they're like oh it's a slippery slope and, and it totally can be a, a problem child right and I've definitely watched people who just like started smoking weed yeah. casually who like went down that slippery slope and ended up in a bad place like it's it totally can be you just have to teach responsibility with it not against it yeah, sort of like yeah. don't be like no yeah. never smoke weed just be like hey smoke weed in your off time or like at the end of oh, the yeah. day or whatever it's like or like at the beach it's not you don't wake up and smoke weed. <laughs> Yeah, it's the classic, like, the people who sort of got really crazy with drugs and alcohol were, like, the ones whose parents really, really didn't let them do it ever. Right. Like, and I think a lot of my friends, like, got in trouble that right. way. That, like, and a lot of parents, like, even, like, in the movie when Mitch comes home and she's like, have you been drinking? Like, my dad has a similar story where he came home when he was, like, 15, way past his curfew and drunk. And his dad woke him up in the morning and, like, was waiting for him when he got home. And then, like, in the morning, then he woke up, was like, I'm not going to punish you because I'm sure you're hurting enough mm. right now. But, like, <laughs> take note kind of thing. And it's so true. Like, they get drunk for the first time. I mean, young people don't that get is hangovers funny. like adults do. But, like, if you've never had alcohol before yeah. and you get, like, hammered and you wake up with a hangover, you're probably, like, what the fuck is this yeah that is funny just wake them up for breakfast but like don't do anything just make sure they wake up at like eight that would be punishment for yeah me. exactly that would be punishment like for wait me today you came home at 5 a.m okay well it's uh yeah, 8 yeah, yeah. time to get up and let's go like mow I, um, the lawn. Yeah, yeah exactly i um i the philippines is very catholic and a lot of me and my friends all had very conservative um parents so i feel like my parents were more strict about boys and not so much about like drugs and alcohol. Yes. Like, my, my mom was the same where it's like, if you guys are drinking in the house, that's actually the best possible scenario. Cause totally. like, I know where you are and like people can sleep over, like they don't have to drive. And so it was, and I'm the only girl, I, I just have an older brother. So, and I was, I was just like more interested in hanging out with people from the opposite gender than my brother was. And so like my parents were just like, I think like terrified that I was gonna yeah. have sex and like yeah. you know being the baby being the baby of the family and that's the classic and so thing they were like girls can get pregnant and boys can't so yeah they, they were just like that. very they were very much like okay if you're hanging out with this guy like who else is gonna be there like where are you gonna be are you gonna be in public are you like going doors to their open house? Like, if doors he's at open. our house yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and like 
you know, if I had, if I had, when I was in later in high school and I, if I had my boyfriend over and we were watching a movie, like my dad would periodically come to like get a glass of water or right. something. Right. Like I'm just <laughs> getting just water. Like, oh. I was like, I'm actually checking up. To yeah, make sure everyone's yeah, clothes yeah, are totally. still on the right way. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because like l- looking back, like I think at the time I was like, that's so weird that he keeps coming out of the room. And I'm like, yeah. of course he was doing it on purpose. That's so, <laughs> so funny. stupid. I like did not date in high school, so except for that one dude and my dad really liked him so it was like fine and that was like three weeks but my sister (laughs) dated more and she had more of those rules like my dad's thing was like if a boy comes to pick you up and he doesn't come to the door to shake my hand you're not Mm. going and so like if they came and like honked the horn or whatever and my sister was like oh okay they're here I gotta go and he was like no nope I need yeah, to, yeah. They need to come and say hello, which I, I sort appreciate. Of, I sort of like, like, I sort of like that. <laughs> yeah, like I would say same thing for girls that come to pick you up. If I don't know, unless it's like someone I know, like if like it's, it's one of your friends, whatever. But like if it's a new friend or someone you your parents have never met before, they should want to meet that person yeah, before like, you get in the hi. car with them. Yeah. My mom would always be like, "So, what are their parents like?" I remember my mom dropping me off at a sleepover once with a girl who I like it was the first time I slept over at her house and my mom literally went so do you get do you have any guns in the house and oh. I was mortified I was like mom what the fuck that's New so Hampshire. embarrassing New Hampshire baby live for your dad. yeah but like now as an adult I kind of get it it's like yeah, hey yeah, yeah. do you at least have the guns in a safe like yeah, is it in <laughs> they hidden? Like, I don't care if yeah. you have them but just promise me that there's there, there's no yeah. way the kids what's are gonna break into it yeah what's the code uh where are the bullets <laughs> Should we do the three um, questions? Yeah, let's wrap, yeah. let's wrap up with the three questions. Emma, you can go first. So the first question okay. is, is this movie good or bad? I think this is a good movie. I think it's a great movie. I don't I think if you're looking for some like motivating plot or something, this is not it. But like this is a great like throw it on in the background at a yeah. like a party or like with friends over or like when you're just hanging out. Like it's a good because you can hop in and out and it's kind of just meandering and yeah, it's a good yeah, it's a good vibe movie, exactly. Jane. I do think it's it's good. I, I um I don't know. I'm on the I guess I'm on the fence. I'll stick with good it's definitely not bad it would be like yeah. okay if not bad. you have to be in the right mood to watch it though yeah like it's not you don't yeah. if you're not in the mood for this type of movie you're not gonna have a good time i think it, i i also agree with you jane that like i wish the the sort of like stories had been more evenly spaced out because there were a lot of people that i was interested in that i feel like we didn't get to see but i do think it's good and i think like it it does have some cool like parts in it because of like the improving and because mm-hmm. of like just the kids being allowed to hang out and apparently smoke weed on set that yeah. like, I think lend to the really good vibes mm-hmm. um and the, the second question being do we like this movie I actually Jane I think I like it way more than you did and I think part of it for me was just really enjoying watching the actors like watching Matt McConaughey and like laughing at Ben Affleck and like watching all the like little things the kid does there's this like really cute moment where like when matt mcconaughey is just like um leaning on the wall like and the girls are walking by like saying hi to them and he's like creepily looking at them like one of the girls kind of goes over and pretends she's gonna like kind of cuddle him and then like yeah like just the interactions were like very natural and fun to watch and Uh, yeah i agree it it feels like a bunch of teenagers hanging out 
at like a pool. It was hall. a fun, yeah. It was fun to watch to like watch the actors. I guess is what yeah. I'd say. Even the like stoner kid was like very funny to me. He is I funny. Definitely... I like his little rant at the party about the aliens. Like that was very because that's <laughs> I've definitely been that person. That's like I was right, like, but still... the lizard yeah. people and like have you ever seen a baby pigeon? Like no, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I like will get stoned and be like, okay, it sounds insane, but hear me out. Let's just have fun with this idea real quick. And people are like, what's wrong with you? I, I, I did it. like this movie and like I, I would watch it again and I think I would enjoy it and I, I agree that it's a great party movie um, mm, party what was movie. I gonna say oh and I really liked seeing actors I recognize that's my favorite thing constantly whenever I watch a movie with Walt we have this thing where I do tend to yell at him for like looking at his cell phone but then I have to look up actors like I have to look up actors and then I go down yep. Wikipedia holes so this is the perfect I know, I movie love if you are yeah. someone who just like cares about Hollywood stuff and, yeah. and just seeing so many familiar faces is really fun well knowing that they improv stuff that much makes it even better because it's like you're watching these people yeah. at the very beginning of what's going to be big careers for a lot mm-hmm. of them like just in their raw improv talent kind of oh, and seeing what and can I come for- out of that I forgot to say the speech the like it's kind of a speech, not really, but the the thing that Matt McConaughey says on the football field about oh, like, I his actually, dad saying like just keep living. Yeah, like, I had that written that, down because I really that's, liked that. Um, that's improv, and it was apparently inspired by his dad passing away like a week before. Wow. Um, and that's oh, wow. something that like after they filmed that, the whole cast was like very emotional because they knew it was like about him. And, like, yeah, the older yeah, you get, so the that, more rules they're gonna try to get you to follow. You just gotta keep on living, man. Yeah, which is so true. I do. It does feel like like I think when you're in high school and you're like at that age, you're like, oh, I just have to get to adulthood and then I'm free. Kind of like Mm -hmm. you're like, I can be my own person. And it's like, yes, but now you have taxes and rules and jobs and bills and stuff. So it's like the older you get, the more rules there are, even though in theory, you feel like the older you get, the more free you're supposed to be. But it actually is the more rules that you have. That guy, that character is like really lost. And yes, you know, he doesn't quite know what to do. Well, and, and then, and, and also, like, I do think it's right for the teens to be mad about the drug pledge thing. Like, I yeah. kind of love that the movie ends with them being like, fuck this. Like, I'm going to yeah. the football team. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, it no, sucks. it's like Pink says, like, all, uh, all I'm saying is if I ever start to refer to these years as the best years or whatever, or if this is, I start referring to this as the best years of my life, remind me to kill myself. And I was like, <laughs> That made me laugh because there's so many people who will be like, oh, you're I remember being in high school and college and people like, oh, you're living the best years of your life. And I'm like, what a grim outlook on life if the best years are at the beginning. Like, what is that? Like, best years so far. Sure. But then I want the next set of years to be the best years so far and to keep going on that track. Like, what a weird. So, like, I thought that was funny where. Famously, even the even the Zoomers are thinking that because Olivia Rodrigo says that in her song. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Something like that. Yeah. Um, what third question? Is- oh, go ahead. Oh, go. Oh, third question is what type of teen is this movie for? I wrote that this is a movie for teens who want to idealize what high school will be about, and I think that we yeah. need to do that. You need to do that when you're young, and that's totally yeah. fine. And totally. obviously, your experience will never be like any movie. Um, no, but I could totally see watching this as a teen and being like, "Ooh, who am I going to be of these characters?" And yeah, totally yeah, exactly. Fun. Kind of like when you're young enough to be like, ooh, who do I want to be? Like, what do mm-hmm. I, what is my, where am I going to go with this? Kind of like when you go, even when you go to college, it's like, especially when I went to college, no one else I went to high school with went to the same college as me. And I was mm-hmm. like, 
I have a chance <laughs> to like yeah, reinvent yeah, myself yeah. and be a different person if I want to. And it's kind of this movie could totally do that where you're like, which person do I want to be? Do I want to be this like carefree run around, like smoke, whatever, yeah. drink, whatever. Do I want to be like the intellectual driving around and thinking about the grander plan of the universe or like it's it's a that's what I was thinking. Like, it's kind of for a curious this movie's for a curious teen that's like not sure what they want or what they want to do, but they're curious about their options, sort of. Yeah, I think it would be fun to watch this with someone who's just starting high school too and just like talk to them about like Yeah, I I'm I'm so curious about like how I would have like interpreted these characters mm-hmm. at that age. Cause I probably would have just like thought some of them like that person is cool, that person is cool, that person is cool. <laughs> like yeah. you know, you don't you don't see like the sadness in some of it and um and like it's a nice little anti hazing. <laughs> yeah you're like why is this guy so into it something's wrong you want to it's like you kind of want to actually be a blend of all of these characters like you want to be curious like mitch and try things because like you should experience stuff but like you also want to be cautious and like yeah like care like be careful mom's gonna kick your butt when you get home and like watch out for the younger kids because like you have knowledge to impart on them so that's cool but like don't just listen to what the older kids say do whatever you want to do yeah that's a good point put it all together in a blender and like that's you know an ideal person i guess which i guess is most most characters most casts (laughs) yeah emma what are you watching these days that's not this um i have we've actually been re-watching breaking bad um because that's such we just like put it on one night and we rewatched. um we were watching mindhunter on netflix Mm -hmm. which is a great show uh and it was canceled but might come back now unclear but oh fascinating show about i don't know if you've seen it but like they interview serial. it's like about interviewing serial killers and like the psychological work that went into inventing the term yeah. serial killer and stuff so we watched that and then we just like threw breaking up bad on one night and we were like yeah we'll just watch this see it's been a while since i watched this pilot and then i was like let's just keep watching because the show is so good um so that's been one and i've been my brother's a huge he's recently become a huge fan of the office for some reason mm-hmm. and so and i haven't watched i love the office but i hadn't i stopped watching it when it went off of netflix and mm. so i recently created a peacock account and i've been watching that with him so which oh, has wow. been a fun rewatch because it's been a while since i watched it so a little bit of everything breaking yeah, bad I when i want to sit remember. and pay attention the office when i'm walking around doing other things <laughs> I'm doing something yeah. similar. Walt and I are going to rewatch Succession in Ooh, good one. before the third uh, season comes out. And we noticed that rewatching the first episode was was much harder. Like it was a harder watch just because we like knew it was coming and it was crazier. Right. And but it's I mean that show is incredible. Um, and then my fun show I've been watching New Girl again, and it's just I think that show is underrated. Like it is it's funny. Schmidt, what's his name? Like Adam? I don't know. Schmidt is a Max Greenfield. Max Greenfield. I don't know. Yeah, I call him Jewish guy. Um, he is just he's like he's incredible. Like yeah, he's great. It's so fucking funny. Um, I met him once when I first started when I first moved (gasps) to LA. I was recording a podcast. Um, I think it was the cheap seats with cheap seats with the Sklar brothers when I used to work for Starburns. Might have been Feral Audio at that point. 
and uh max greenfield was a guest and i was like super new and i was like excited and i wanted to send a picture of him to my sister but i didn't want to ask for a picture and i tried to like <laughs> they were recording and i tried to like sneak it and in the picture he's in the middle of saying something but he's looking directly into no. my camera and i was like he totally saw me sneak the picture i was mortified but he was very nice he was super sweet so he's such a cutie pie and he's yeah just, he's he was, so funny and he's in veronica mars and like he's just great i just love him. he talks about his kids with like i just remember him talking about his kids with like this biggest smile on his Aww. face and i was like oh you're like a cute happy little dad that's awesome <laughs> um i'm i'm also doing a rewatch i am or not a sorry not a rewatch an old an older show i'm um i'm watching friday night lights for the first time oh cool i never watched i that. just yeah i just finished the first season and i really really like it oh good i um I recently watched um, a lot of Last Chance You and really liked it, but I think it's just like a good early aughts show that like you don't get a lot of shows anymore that are, you know, higher, higher quality, but are a lot of episodes. Mm -hmm. And so you can just like put them on for a long time. Yes. And I think I think Friday Night Lights was one of the first ones, too, that tried to do a fictional show with like the documentary, like office style, like filming. Too. Totally. So that's kind of interesting. And yeah. I, I, I really like love these like early aughts, like very <laughs> wholesome looking. Right. Uh, bangs wearing. <laughs> a lot of bangs. Teens. <laughs> a lot, of, a lot bangs. of bangs and a lot of very pretty guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, pretty football boys. And the, the like marriage in it too is really good. Connie Britton in it is really good. And like it's it's very endearing to watch. And it's also just like, you know, it's it's filmed in Texas and like it's about Texas. So it's just like my like exploring into like Texas culture. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and asking my, my husband grew up in like a small town in Kansas and asking him about like football at his high school and stuff like that. Although they weren't like a huge football school or something like that. Yeah. But it, it's been really fun. And like it's it's just like good TV and I think way better than teen TV. I, I miss like shows like the OC and One Tree Hill that just like could go for like forever. Yeah. Like, they, 100%. they didn't seem to have that much problems coming up with like. 18 storylines right i was just talking about this with my boyfriend not too long ago about how like shows they keep canceling them at two seasons and like that seems to be like the the formula now is they like make two seasons yeah. and then they're just like okay we said what we wanted to we're done and that's make, one of the like, things 25 I, shows yeah and then, like cancel them i yeah. love that's one of the things i love about breaking bad is that it like went five seasons and all of them are good and it ended when it like they could have pushed it past that and they didn't they were like no the story yeah. ends here it's over that's it. And yeah. I feel like Better Call Saul was similar where it was just like, this is the story we had to tell. We did it in five seasons and it's we're over yeah, and we're yeah. not going to push it further. It's like, yeah, that, yeah, I appreciate that style, but it's like they had a good story. And I'm like, that was how I felt like Mindhunters is such a good show. I really like that show. But like, I like Jonathan Groff, so maybe I'll watch it. It's great. I yeah, mean, yeah. it's you have to be have like a curiosity about serial killers and like psychology. Otherwise, you're going to find it insufferable. But like, I definitely <laughs> do. So it was great. And like, it's just it's like neat to think about the people who got to go like sit down and talk with serial killers. And right. like, it got canceled after two. I'm like, how does this not have legs to go further? I was like, you could go yeah. so far with this. And they just canceled it. There's a flood of um, killer murder content. And it's just hard to see what can survive and what can't. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but Emma, thank you so much for being here. This was so fun. Thank, thank you so you, much Emma. for having me. I've had so much fun. Is there anything you want to plug? Um, just, you can find me on the internet. I have an Instagram that I haven't been using much lately, but it'll be back at some point. And, a uh, Twitter, uh, Emma Tree, E-M-M-A-A-T-R-E-E. -E, and everything I do goes through.
through there. If you're a podcast fan, um, check out Doughboys is a lot of fun. If you like fast food and dick jokes, um, alternatively, I work on like Marketplace, which is an economics news show. If you go the other way, so check that out. <laughs> awesome. Oh yeah, did you want to? Um, did you want to confront Yusung about how he stole your movie choice? Wait, what was his movie <laughs> you, choice? You, you said that he did Twilight. And oh, us yes, stolen. <laughs> he. St- I would have picked. I loved. I fucking loved the Twilight books when I was in high school. Like I was or middle school when I forget when those came out. But like I was the right age for those. Mm. <laughs> and then like those movies were so bizarre and but those books and so were the books the whole thing is bizarre i like think back on it i'm like whoo baby childish but like that that's that i think it's the first movie had a great soundtrack and um the yeah that would i would if you were like teen movie i probably yeah i probably would have picked twilight but it's fine you song you can have it we will fight it out next time i'm in la okay good stuff i forgot to mention um, that about this movie actually days and confused they had a great soundtrack Oh yes, I can't awesome. believe you didn't Great talk soundtrack. about it. I loved it. Yeah, there was a couple of songs I was like, "How the fuck did they get this?" Like "School's Out yes. for Summer," I was like, "That could not have been cheap," but okay. They must have spent so much money, which they is know. also a lost art. I feel like movies don't spend as much money yeah, on soundtracks no. anymore because it's so expensive. But like, it's so worth it. It's so I think worth it. every time. But great soundtrack. Yeah. Jane, do you want to mention what we're doing next? Okay, next week is something special, which is we're interviewing. <laughs> The co-showrunners of Charmed, Liz Kruger and Craig Shapiro. But no offense to Charmed. More importantly, they have involvement in the Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen universe. As in Craig has like written, I think he wrote Winning London, like they directed just... They know the Olsen twins, folks, and we're going to interview them. And I'm okay, now that you thrilled. say that, I don't have as much beef with you, Song, because I probably should have said I would talk about Mary Kay and Ashley because I watched <laughs> all of those growing Ooh. up. So <laughs> We did you New York come Minute. Back. You and, can come um... back. We did New York Minute, and, and it sucked. So oh, my God. I watched, um, I watched last summer. What did I watch? The one where they're like in Italy. I don't know. Oh, that's the Lizzie in, McGuire when movie. In Rome. When, when in, in Rome, Rome was the other one. I was I was thinking about the Lizzie McGuire movie okay. and thinking Mary Kay and Ashley. Good. But also when in Rome was fantastic. But I watched oh, yeah. the Lizzie we'll McGuire movie last summer. We'll definitely have to do a Lizzie McGuire movie oh, eventually. Yeah. I th- I think she has so she has such a, a multiverse that we need to yeah that we need to kind of like the Olsen twins. Like there's so much yes. in that little universe. Yeah, <laughs> but that's thank, incredible. Thank you, Emma. Thank you. <laughs> that was under the bleachers our podcast about teen content we would love if you hit that subscribe button whatever way you get your podcasts don't forget to rate and leave a review and please share us with a friend and with a teen you can get in touch with us at under the bleachers pod at gmail.com and find us on twitter at at bleacher teens also subscribe to our patreon to kick us some support (laughs) especially if you can't get enough and want some added perks like being able to vote in polls at patreon.com slash under the bleachers pod. Okay, we will see you next time under, under the, the bleachers. bleachers. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs>